Hello, friends. I'm Rosie Acosta, your host and guide on this journey to self-discovery and radical love. I've walked a path filled with challenges. Growing up in East LA during the 92 LA riots, it left me searching for meaning, for mentors, for a way to truly understand the purpose of life. But you know what I found? The power of conversation. As a first-gen Mexican-American, these conversations became my compass, offering insight, support, and an endless amount of inspiration. So I decided to create a space where we can share these conversations with you, our community. And that's how the Radically Loved Podcast was born. Join me as we dive into topics like mindfulness, spirituality, self-love, and the keys to overall healthy living. I'm joined by my dear friend, fellow author, producer, and teacher, Tessa Tobar. Hi, I'm Tessa, and I'm grateful to be part of this community because it teaches me so much about what it means to be human. Ever since I was a little one, I was always asking my dad the deeper questions in life. Why are we here? What happens when we are gone? What is the purpose of life? I love this show because I get to ask the questions that cut right to the meaning of life. I've learned that no matter how much we want the path to be clear or straightforward, it rarely is. And that is actually part of the beauty that creates a radically loved life. Please do us a favor, share the episodes you love with your friends and leave us a review. Together, we'll learn how to create a life that's truly, deeply, radically loved. Let's begin. Okay, I'm going to say hello because Rosie's having a laugh back. <laughs> oh, wow. This is um, perfect. This is the perfect way to begin. It really is. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've been here. It's been a minute. And I'm reminded of Neat Neat Fun from Saturday Night Live. Oh, Do you yeah. remember those ladies? We, I think we've talked about it before when we were doing Wisdom Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Everybody's probably like, what is happening here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Should we tell them? (laughs) Lighten everybody. Let's tell everybody. Well, first of all, this is, look, it's so great to be here with you. I really, I've really been enjoying listening to you and, and just having this community still continue to thrive. And I'm so, I'm so happy to be here and to, you know, just fill everybody in on what's been going on lately, because there's, there's a lot to catch up on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been quite the whirlwind of, you know, we try to do the math about how long have I been hosting? And I mean, it feels like about a year. I think it's less than that though. But yeah, I don't, I honestly don't remember. I feel like maybe it was like around May of last year. I was, I was trying, I don't actually know. Do you? I really don't. Well, I'd have to pull up the old trusty spreadsheet here and (laughs) because <laughs> I can never remember anything off the top of my head. But I mean, but, we've been doing, prior to that, we started doing Wisdom Wednesdays. Like, yeah, so I guess, you know, we, we never, I feel like a lot of the messages I got during the transition time, it was, you started to fill in. Yeah, I would say probably within the last year, you started to fill in a lot. You know, I was traveling and I was, you know, doing other things and my role at Headspace was sort of growing and um, yeah, it just kind of got to be a lot of work 
to to do both mm-hmm. uh technically three because i was also working on radio headspace and i was doing deer headspace and i was doing other work on top of that so it felt like i mean there's many reasons and i'm happy to discuss them now but this was sort of the thing to fall off and fortunately you've been here as long as you have and you know the show and and everybody here knows you and so it was really i mean it was such a huge godsend to have you you know fill in and still keep keep the show going because i i've had different thoughts over the last couple of years and it was i'm i'm glad that we did it in the way that we did and i know that listeners really have enjoyed listening to you and having you know a a different sort of voice in the radically loved podcast experience yeah it's been yeah like i said it's been quite the journey and i guess what i wanted to hear from you is what was that like for you in terms of you know this is a baby that you grew from an idea to a little seed and birthed that into the world and then you know what was that 2015 and here we are almost 10 years later kind of handing the reins over to someone else it's like here take my child for a little while please don't fuck it up (laughs) so so your question what was it like to sort of take a step back and hand it over I mean to be honest you know this podcast from when I started to do it almost yeah 10 years ago which is crazy to to think about it like that um I never even thought that it would last a year you know there was a lot of starts and stops and I've I've talked about this on the podcast before that there was a lot of breaks there was you know I was trying to figure out the format I was trying to figure out what kind of podcast I wanted this to be and how I wanted to bring this information out and yeah it was it was kind of a learning journey um I think at at the beginning of the pandy um I was just like everybody else, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on and the podcast was really expanding and growing and, you know, we're working with all these partners and all these sponsors and it was sort of like kind of a turning into like a a bigger thing, which, you know, was really great and it still is really great. And I still really love the community and the opportunity to be able to share the things that we share on this podcast but i think after you know after the pandy and just kind of seeing how the world of wellness evolved mm-hmm. in that time i was in and there you know there was a lot of stuff that was going on and that was happening and this this thing happened with within the yoga community and there was a lot of, you know, teachers being naughty and whatnot. And it's sort of like, was, was kind of bringing up a lot of stuff for me just as a teacher, as a person in, in this space. And so I was just really wanting to take a step back to reassess what exactly I wanted to do. And so in that time, some of you may or may not have heard that I'd done another podcast called Wise Women Inspiring Success and Empowerment. It was just a small 
short format, 10 episodes um, podcast that was sort of like a passion project. I think I was just kind of looking for something to re-inspire me and re-ignite my passion for podcasting because I was feeling a little burnt out and I was feeling a little bit disillusioned and disappointed. And, and I think it really helped, but then it also created more work because of how successful it was and people wanted another season. And, and, you know, it was like, it's expensive to launch a podcast in case anybody's wondering, (laughs) it's like we already had radically loved. And so I was starting to already like, this is 2021. We're going into 2022. And then I have my book coming out. It just, the sort of tsunami wave of tasks and things start to really pile up. And then I started working with Headspace and it, it just kind of started. It, I never really had the opportunity to go back to those feelings when I had the feelings that I had in 2020 to reassess what I wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I never really was able to assess what my intention was now because my intention now has changed since I started the podcast, you know, like I, I had said this to you, I, there were moments where I just, I didn't want to do podcasting at all. Like I was just kind of done with it. I I didn't want to do it anymore. It just didn't feel right to me. And the format just was boring to me. <laughs> and, and that's just me being honest. You know, I, I think, you know, my, my people close to me, you, you knew this, you know, I just, was having a really hard time caring about what I was doing. And and I'm sure that everybody here could, you could tell, you know, I, I know I can tell when I'm listening to people or friends of mine that I follow that I know, I know went through and some are going through the same thing that happens in every career. Mm-hmm. You, you can see where there's been a little bit of a disconnection and yeah. So, so I think last year, there was a lot of stuff that was going on and I really felt like I just needed, I I really felt like I just needed to step away, you know, like I just couldn't handle, you know, doing what we do. And, and, and the people that you may or may not know, there's a lot that goes into running a podcast, especially running a podcast that has been around for a long time. Like there's a lot of components and there's a lot of attention and energy. And like, we don't have a huge team. I mean, as of last year, it was just me and Tessa and Risto and Kathy, I think still at the beginning of, of the year. Um, and then it just was like, I think it just got to this point where I, I just couldn't, couldn't fit it into my schedule anymore. And I just needed a break. And it wasn't just this that I stepped away from. I think I stepped away from, from everything for a while. I stepped away from teaching. I stepped away from doing the most that I could stop doing without completely losing everything <laughs> so that I can have this time to, yeah, like reconnect with what it is that I wanted to do. So yeah, mm, that's, that. that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what, what prompted that, that decision that time. Well, and you mentioned inspiration and actually uh, we have a question from one of our longtime listeners that mm. I really wanted to ask you because as you were talking, I was like, well, this is exactly what Rosie is speaking to. Um, so 
being re-inspired recently, can you delve into what sparked this re-inspiration and how it's shaping your approach to mindfulness, spirituality, and healthy living, both personally and as it relates to this podcast going forward? I mean, well, look, there's, there's many, many things that happen, I think, in the course of getting re-inspired with anything. Um, I think that for me, just taking, taking time away and sort of disconnecting and just having like no control, you know, like just sort of like when I asked you to, to do this, I mean, it was kind of like, here, just do all of it. (laughs) I don't necessarily want to have to make any decisions and you did an amazing job. And I knew, but see the, the thing that I want to point out is that I couldn't have just done that with anybody. I knew that the podcast would be in good hands. And I knew that you listened to the podcast. You were a fan of the podcast. Like you know our community. It just felt like, yeah, I can implicitly trust Tessa to, to care, take care of this child <laughs> this thing and know that it would be fine. you know. And if it wasn't fine, then it wasn't fine. Like I never had that attachment. But I, I think that when it comes to the re-inspiration bit, I, I feel like I just, I think it's important for us to also face the fact that as we grow older, we change our ideals change. Sometimes our goals change. And I think that having no set goal for the podcast, aside from just having fun and just talking to really great people, sort of like bringing it back to the roots of why I started the podcast was really what helped inspire me because the stuff that I'm doing with Dear Heads with Dear Headspace and Radio Headspace is is different. It's so much fun. It's so different. And it just reminded me of like, oh yeah, this was fun. Like I like doing this. This is exciting and 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 fun. And it doesn't have to be this like thing because truth be told like when you have people that are you know paid partners or or sponsors for the podcast you're now beholden to your bo- that's your boss mm-hmm. and so when you have a boss it becomes a job <laughs> and then when it becomes a job you have to show up because now you're relying on that income to come in to sort of pay for your livelihood and if that's your only livelihood then you're kind of stuck right you have to whether you're inspired or not, it's irrelevant. Your inspiration has no bearing on you getting money to pay your bills. <laughs> like your, inspi- your inspiration doesn't care, right? The inspiration can be there, but if it's not there, it's like it's inconsequential to your responsibilities. So I think I was lucky um, to, to sort of get this, this call to, to, be inspired because I think I just need, I just, I go back to just needing time. I think it's so important to be able to just give yourself the time and space. I mean, 2023 was rough. I mean, you, you and I both agree that it was kind of a a rough year. I wrote about it, um, on my shameless plug Substack. go to the mindful love hub. It's my new favorite place to be, but I talked about it in the first entry I did for this year about how 2023 was like my worst, best year ever. (laughs) And the only reason it was the best was because I was able to 
really take stock and, and find that re-inspiration. I mean, I never thought I was going to write a second book. I was so, you know, sort of broken down by the, the book writing process. And I'm like, oh, there's no way I could ever do that again. But I think it's like when people have a second child after they have a first, like they get that momentary lapse of judgment to have another child. (laughs) I think that's what happened to me. I think I just was like, okay, yeah. Martha Beck said this when I interviewed her last year, she said, you know, when, when you have, you'll write a, she said, you'll write another book and you'll know when it's time. And I'm like, oh, I just, that feels so fleeting to me. It feels so unattainable. But she was right. Last year, after I took some time, this sort of new idea came to me. You know, I I started volunteering. I was kind of using my time differently. I was disconnecting more from social media. And I just was really allowing myself to ruminate and focus on what the bigger goal was for me. And that that idea came, you know, and and I think this look radically loved the radically loved podcast was like my beginning like this was the thing that helped me do everything else and as much as even now i still feel like it's a standalone thing like it's not really a me thing it's not really a rosy the rosy podcast it's like it still feels like its own entity and its own experience and i think that having people like me, having somebody like you guide these conversations is still really fruitful for everybody. The people, especially the people that are here that have been here forever, right? Like those of you ride or dies that are still listening and still, you know, going through it with us, you know, we're, I'm so grateful. Like I'm so grateful. I know Tessa's grateful. And I think that ultimately that's, that's the new intention. It's like, we're serving our community. Did that yeah. answer your question? I think. It oh, did. yeah. Thank you. I love. I mean, it's you know, I love to. Y'all know I love to ask my nuanced questions. <laughs> there is no black and white yes or no question to be had here on radically loved. So thank you. I appreciate it. You know what's been top of mind for you and me both, and it's it's a crucial piece of the radically loved community is health and wellness. And I always Mm -hmm. think about health and wellness, health in particular, about kind of a sticky widget to define. How do we define health? Number one, what does it mean in terms of our overall well-being? And then Rosie, you and I have been on this journey both, um, like heading towards perimenopause, menopause as women getting into, you know, our forties and yeah navigating all of that. So I'm thinking about this from the lens of, again, you know, radical love, radical living, um, self-love. And as you think about this journey, this health journey, are there any practices or insights that you've gained that you'd want to share with the audience? I mean, the first practice I would say is exactly what I did is to take, take some time and, and give yourself the, the space to heal. I mean, I love that the word heal is in the word health. And I think that health is a journey just like everything else. It's not, you know, a place we get to and then we decide to, okay, I got to health and now I'm going to make all of these decisions to like, fuck it up. You know, I'm going to (laughs) do, it's like, 
it, it's, it's, I think the same as our self-love journey and our self-compassion journey. It's, it's part of a, a process that we have to continually be working on. I think that when I think about the mindfulness portion of the last year and kind of where it's brought me now is it, it's so important to be able to remember that you're serving such a bigger purpose than the immediate goal. It's like, well, I want to get from point A to point B, or I want to, you know, hurry up and get through menopause so I can what, like be on the other side. Or I, you know, I've, I've talked about my health journey before and, you know, I, I'd love to hear your answer to the same question, but I think that that also had a lot to do with me wanting to take a step back and just sort of taking the last couple of years. And the more I learn about menopause, by the way, I'm just like so fascinated by how many women are misdiagnosed, how many women are prescribed antidepressants, how many women are prescribed medication that isn't necessarily going to help them. Um, which look, I'm not a doctor. Um, I, I will, we will be having people on here that are more experts in, in that realm, because I really feel like it's an important topic, especially with regard to, to women's health. But I think sort of looking back and realizing what my body was going through, I'm like, oh, okay, it makes total sense that I was so down or that I was having a moment or that I was just so not wanting to do anything ever. And I had all that brain fog and feeling like I had no purpose and feeling like I'd lost my purpose, feeling like I didn't even know if I wanted to teach anymore. You know, like it just kind of felt so like I was just going through the motions. I'm like, well, this is my job now. Like if I don't do this, like what am I doing? Right. So, and I think again, there's something so important for people to, to hear that and to know like, yeah, we go through these phases in life. We go through cycles, like our body changes every, I don't know what they say, seven, seven years, our, our body releases, you know, and sheds this, this shell even of, of our body, right? We're, we're different people. And it makes sense that with each stage of life, we evolve and we want different things. So I think that for me, when I think about health and I think about how mindfulness plays a role in that is to, you know, just always practice self-compassion and give yourself the time and the space to have your own process and not feel like you need to speed up because you're trying to get to some goal, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's such an interesting, it's an interesting time to be alive. It's an interesting age epoch that I'm going through right now in my 40th decade. Um, and I often find myself thinking back, you know, like, well, how did my mom do this? And she doesn't always remember, but sometimes she'll give me little glimpses. And because I was too young to really understand what she was going through, it seemed to me like it was a breeze to her. I don't remember her really complaining. And so I think about, not that complaining would be the only indicator, but I guess I think about this from the conversation around women's health and how historically it's often silenced. And mm. when it is brought up, it's often like, oh, well, you're just being dramatic. You're being emotional. Yeah. Like, 
let's get over it, blah, blah, blah. So I want to approach this decade and the years to come and menopause in that journey very authentically, very out loud, very unapologetically. And I'm telling you right now, Rosie, like (laughs) I have a lot of fear that's coming up. Wow. And I have a, a big surgery coming up and I know it's a common surgery. Lots of women have gone through it before me. Every time I say it to someone, they're like, oh yeah, my sister. Oh, my <laughs> mom. Oh, I had, you know, it's like, okay, well, everyone, <laughs> that's great. That's great to know. It's common. It's great to know that surgeons know what they're doing. Right. And like, we all have our own recovery process too. We all have yeah. our own reactions to surgical procedures and medications and healing is a journey in and of itself. And so I guess what I'm feeling like is I want that space that you're talking about to feel what I feel <laughs> at this yeah. time of my life. I want that space to be able to rest and yeah. incubate and to find insight. And I really, truly think that that does come from getting s- still and being quiet and resting. I mean, think about like our dream realm, like all of the inspiration that we can gather from just like going to sleep every night. I mean, yeah. I get excited just saying it, saying that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, me too. Like I love going, you know how much I love sleep. It's like, I have such strict, rigid boundaries. People know not to invite me to anything past like 4 PM. It's like, I'm just probably not going to go because I need to be in bed by seven. <laughs> I'm in deep REM sleep by eight, you know? And I know that might be a little too early and I, I need to trying I've been trying to stay up to me staying up late it's like I'm gonna stay out of bed until about seven thirty, eight o'clock like and then once I, I'm trying to just sort of change it up by the way side note I just watched this article this article this I just watched this news story that was talking about wearables and how they're really not they're the pros and cons about wearing wearables like watch or like or a ring, how it's great to give you feedback, but sometimes people get really obsessive and it creates a surge of anxiety and mm-hmm. it creates that thing. And, and it's so funny. I'm sitting there and Tori's just looking at me like, like, this is you, like you might have a problem. Like, can you take it off? Can you not, you know, he's like, you, you're just always trying to get that crown. Cause you know, it's like, you get a crown. If you wake up in the morning, if you had good sleep, you get on or for for an aura ring like you get a score you get a readiness a readiness score which basically tells you how ready you are and then you get your sleep score and so i could see how that could be problematic but the reason i bring it up is because i think you and i are very similar when it comes to wanting to do things quick we have little to no patience <laughs> If people only knew behind the scenes what happens with the admin of this podcast, people would be like, and both of these women teach what? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. But it, but look, it's honest. It's honest and it's true. And and going back to your point um, of the giving yourself that that incubation, I love that you're calling it like an incubation or like a, a taking care of yourself moment. Think about when when we go, people have surgeries or they go to the hospital or they get hospitalized. Most of the time, it's just an opportunity for them to rest. You know, it's it's not that the procedure is taking a long time or medication, depending on the type of treatment that you're getting. But a lot of the times they're in there because it's like, we're giving you focused rest, focused time to just heal and feel better. I remember my tia my aunt, 
uh, up north who who was taking care of my grandmother. Um, she during uh, 2020 she got COVID really bad. She was hospitalized. She was intubated. She had a stroke. Like it was really bad. And I think she had like a near death experience because she told me about this sort of incident that happened to her during that time that was really sort of poignant for her. And the message that she got essentially was how important it was for her to take care of herself. And she was in the hospital for two weeks and she came out of there feeling so good, so grateful, so full of love, so full of gratitude. And really she would reflect on She still reflects on that now because it was so traumatic, right? And I think anytime anybody goes through a big experience like that, it, it leaves a, an impression. But mostly what, what she remembers is sort of this feeling of deep rest, of this sort of deep rest that she had not allowed herself to have. And when you think about that, it's like, it's not that complicated to unplug it's like, you're not going to miss out on anything. <laughs> like really, as an entrepreneur, you think, you know, if you're not working, if you're not, if you're not making money or spending money, right? Like that's sort of the, the ethos of how that works. But I think if you really allow yourself to set boundaries and not burn yourself out and allow yourself that patience. And I say that because I'm, I'm with you, you know, we've talked about this, you have mentioned having a lot of anxiety or reservations around how long this is going to take, right, to heal because you're such an active person and you're like, you know, trekking the globe with your backpack and you're just like going all over like Dora the Explorer, you know. <laughs> and that's you I mean you're constantly in movement, you know. And so I I understand how it might feel, but honestly like I'm kind of excited for you because it's going to be, it's going to, it's all learning. It's all just a great learning experience, you know? And, and I think a lot of the times we just need to give ourselves permission to, to do it. Right. Yeah. That's it. It's the giving permission. I mean, cause if you don't give yourself permission, no one else will. Yeah, no one, nobody else is going to do it. You got to give it to yourself, you know? And yeah. I know it's difficult for those of you out there who maybe have, you know, a, a partner and maybe have kids and it's, or you're, you're a caretaker for somebody like, I know it, it can be really hard. I, I really understand because I, I've had those people in my life as well. And I know Tessa has too, but I still think it's important to take, even just carve out those moments, those 10 minutes, those 20 minutes of of quick rest, you know, of, of a mindful moment of something that you're doing for yourself to give yourself the space. When I was right before us doing this, I, I just let Tessa know that our internet went out <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's kind of an unfortunate day for it to go out because I have a lot of work to do online <laughs> and I was sort of panicking and it was kind of like, okay, it's not going to be on. Maybe we, we have to push this an hour later and hopefully it comes back on. And in the meantime, I was still getting ready and, you know, sort of doing the, the things that I had to do. And I noticed, okay, I usually have music playing. There's no music playing because we don't have internet. So we can't put Spotify on. Like, 
all of those things. But as I was just folding laundry and putting things away, just kind of doing the task, tasks around the house, it's like, oh, I don't have to check my phone because there's nothing happening. Nothing's going to come in. I get zero reception at home. None. Like zero. So there's nothing I can go check. I was just hoping that you would get the message I sent you. So I, I put the phone like perched up by the one corner in the house where sometimes we get a bar. And so that's where it was hanging out. But it was kind of nice to be able to, I'm doing things and I'm like, oh, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And there's nothing for me to do right now. And it kind of felt a little bit liberating. Like mm -hmm. I don't have internet right now. So I'm, I'm not beholden to anybody. I, even if I wanted to, you know, if I was really desperate to get online, like I would just drive to the coffee shop down the, the street and go do that. But it just, in that moment, it was something so nice to, to feel the sort of excuse of not having the internet. Right. But it's like, you can do that at any time. You can do that anytime. Like you, you actually could turn off the internet at your house. Did you know that? Yeah. I don't actually. know what you would, but. <laughs> well, for this very reason that we're, we're right, right, right. You're right. After I just gave you a whole monologue about how important I'm like, but who wants to do that? Oh, um, no, 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 go, go, go. I, have I a question love for you. doing that on a week, weekend day. Like I've now it's been a while since I've done this, but once in a while I will do a tech free Saturday. Well, literally won't know where my phone is all day. And I'll go walk my dogs and we'll go out to have breakfast and, you know, I'll just do whatever I need to do. And it's, it is like, there is this sense of lightness and freedom oh, yeah. that comes over me. Now, luckily, you know, typically when I say that to people, their response is like, well, what if something happened where there was an emergency and like a family member needed to get in touch with you? My husband always has his cell phone. I don't know if I'd ever be able to convince him to do a tech-free day. <laughs> so I Same. guess I have that back Same. As my answer. But yeah, I don't know. I think no, that's great. Trying. No, no, I think it's great. And I love, I know, I know when you disconnect, it's like we've talked about this before, you and I here, you know, when you go backpacking, it's like you're off the grid. And I mm -hmm. love that you, I love that you do that. And I, I feel like I, I would love to do that. I mean, the only time I've done that is when you go on silent retreat, right? When you're out and it's, there's no technology. And I do have to say, it's a little bit anxiety producing. I'm not going to lie, but, but you get used to it. And then it's like, it's hard to get back online once you've been offline for even a couple of days. Um, I'm curious just to go back to, you know, the, the conversation that we we're having about the podcast. Like, I guess I've never really asked you what it was like for you to sort of be handed this responsibility, you know, for, with me taking a step back, like, what was that? What was that like for you? <laughs> uh, sorry. Like looking at my sit. Um, it was, it was equal parts. <laughs> There's my answer. <laughs> it was equal parts. Um, like what an incredible opportunity. How could I ever say no to that? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, if you, if you asked me that again today or tomorrow, I would never say no. And equal parts. Oh my God, this is the hugest responsibility. How can I carry the weight of this this community that Rosie has created and, and do it justice. I mean, you're, it's like imagining putting yourself into the shoes of your greatest mentor, your greatest teacher, and like expecting to take their place, you know? So it's equal parts opportunity pressure. And um, I've always talked about 
feeling like even actually even more so in the face of fear, I typically will say yes instead of no, sometimes to my detriment. <laughs> but um I learned so much. Honestly, I I mean, and when I say it so much, yes, the intangible things like, you know, how to be present and how to do this thing called hosting a podcast for the radically loved community, but also some really cool technical skills that I'm actually very proud of, like editing and putting the podcast together from end to end. And I really enjoy doing that part, the back end piece of producing the podcast is really fulfilling to me. So I learned so, so many hard skills and so many soft skills. And I'm just grateful that you're back though. Please don't ever leave again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think that having that sort of, I want to go back and part of me is like, look, I, I love to, you know, encourage you and empower you because I think you're so talented and so creative and you just have such a beautiful way about being in the world that that I really admire and I really love. And so I think that for me, just, I think it really speaks to how you show up and how you're so open to facing these challenges, because there was no point that I ever doubted you'd be able to do this. It was just kind of like, I just knew that I'd be able to give it to you and you could figure it out. <laughs> you know? I'm like, here, figure out how to produce this thing and just do it. And yeah, like, you're good. Go run. Fly away, little bird. Little bird. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's into me. I mean, you know, I still listen to the podcast. So I, I think it's, it's nice. Like it, it just is so, to me, it's like when I listen to you, I'm listening to the podcast and and it just reminds me of that thing, you know, we're going back to the inspiration piece. Like, it just reminds me of like, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. Like, this is what I wanted to create. I wanted to create this, this place, this thing. And, and now we, you know, we get to, to do this in a way that feels more of a community. And, and so, so to, it, we've not even talked about this. I love that we just went straight into the conversation. Like, the podcast is going to look a little bit differently now because both Tess and I are going to be a part of the show. There might be times when, when it's just me on the show, there might be times when it's still just Tess on the show. And the, the, the intention is to continue to build this space for people and really focus on what, what you all want, you, the listener, you that are part of this community. And I really feel like in a way it's an, it's an easier load for me to carry. It's an easier load for Tessa to carry. And it, and we like being, we like doing this together. I mean, it, it truly is like, we really loved doing wisdom Wednesdays. Like that was so fun for us. And it was a lot for us to be putting out eight episodes a month. <laughs> to produce <laughs> two eight episodes a month and assets and and everything that goes involved in that and so we went back to the once a week format um but now i feel like this is a really great way moving forward that we still get to do the have the the energy of wisdom wednesday and also 
we sort of get to have like Tessa's like the voice for the community. She's also the voice as a teacher and also the voice of that curiosity that we all have when we're on the path. And that's why, why I love you as a host is because you just have that, that essence. Right. And so for me, I think just, you know, obviously like I started this, this show, so, (laughs) and it all stemmed from that same curiosity and, and I still really love having these conversations and I feel like having it be in this format now makes it feel like less of like a job, you know, I, I just, I, I feel like for me, it just, it, it's taking me back to the energy of when I first started this podcast, right? Like I just wanted to have fun conversations and, you know, you, you and I work closely together and still we, the community's growing. Like this podcast continues to grow and, and I want to continue growing it. And I still so desperately want to continue to stay connected to all of you and to this community. And I know that my schedule, because of everything that's going on this year, I'm writing another book. I'm, I'm still hosting Dear Headspace and Radio Headspace. I'm still creating content for Headspace. I'm, I'm doing a little bit more travel. I feel like this is a really genuine and authentic way for me to still be a part of the show. Um, it's just so, it's just really so nice. So like, you all don't know this, but Tessa and I have already done a couple of really incredible episodes with some really amazing people and, and the guests that are coming in the next couple of weeks. I hope that you all really love and enjoy because they're some of my favorite people. We have some people coming back to the show. We have some new people that we never thought we'd get on the show. Um, so I think it's going to be a really fun, re-inspired format. And, and I really just hope that everybody loves it. So with that being said, I'm curious for you, like, what, I mean, what, what is your take on all of this? Oh man, it's like surreal. I got to tell you, especially you mentioned the past couple of episodes we pre-recorded. It's like, yeah, standing in the presence of greatness is never in my wildest dreams. You know, these are people that I've been following and learning from and reading their work and listening to their um, workshops for years. And I just, it's like, whoa, to be able to actually ask them questions in, in real time is like mind boggling. It's honestly hard to wrap my head around it. (laughs) Um, so I'm so excited for everyone to listen to the upcoming episodes and all the themes that we're going to get to talk about. I'm so excited for even like, we have this amazing list of guests coming on this year. And like Rosie mentioned, we get to talk about other themes like women's health, which is near and dear to our heart and going through the older phases. No, I shouldn't say older because I don't even feel old. Sometimes I feel I don't like feel I'm old. Still I don't feel old at all. And here's the other thing too. And and this is something that I, I definitely want to talk about more is like all of our health things. I'm just going to go back. I'm going to be talking about menopause a lot, just so you all know. And And if those of you that haven't 
heard my sort of story on this whole thing, I'll link a couple of articles that I've written um, where I talk about my journey and still ongoing journey because it's just, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot, but uh, I did go into menopause. I started perimenopause when I was 36 and now I'm, I'm post-menopausal and I'm 40. And so I, I think it's a topic that I'm really passionate about right now just because I continue to learn so much. But also I, I'd love for us to be able to have this open dialogue, like how it affected my relationship, how it affected my intimacy with my partner, like how all of these things sort of have changed in this, in this landscape that going back to what you said, Tessa, when you're, ha you're getting ready to have the surgery and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh yeah, it's, I know this person or I know that person. And oh yeah, like this is such a routine thing. And in a way it's providing that comfort, but at the same time, it's a little bit frustrating that we don't have these conversations more. So I, I also want to be able to have these conversations here. And, and I know that we have a substantial 33% male listenership. <laughs> so I'm also going to be very sensitive to that. And I'm not saying sensitive by meaning I'm going to censor what we're going to say here because we're definitely not. But I think it's really sort of important to speak to ways that men can also support their partners in a heterosexual relationship or how you can support your mother, your sister, your friend that is going through this. I think there's just, there's, it's, it's such a huge topic. Um, and it's something I definitely am excited to talk about more this year. And I'm also Tessa, just so excited to be here with you. I'm so happy to have these discussions. Like I'm so happy that so far, the people that we've talked to have really loved this new format. And I really hope that everybody here loves the new format because it's like you're getting two in one. I mean, literally. Awesome. <laughs> you are quite literally. <laughs> so Tessa, what are you looking forward to the most this year? Oh gosh, that's such a hard question to answer. Oh, oh God. I, I don't know if I could decide on one thing. I mean, like I mentioned before, I'm starstruck over our guest list. I'm really excited to talk to these people and just be in the presence of like so much greatness, so much wisdom. Um, Rosie, it goes without saying, I'm so excited that you're co-hosting with me again that you're back that it it really does make a difference for for you to be here and we laugh so much I love it. we giggle together it's just fun do you think and we have a little bit of codependence maybe just you know like the healthiest kind of codependence the healthiest kind yeah yeah <laughs> maybe just a little bit oh. so I'm just so excited for for your presence here, for you doing this with me again, for you creating this community that we we get to grow it again together. And I just can't wait to keep learning and keep sharing. Same. Yeah. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to, yeah, see what's, what's coming. And, um, so far the feedback's been great. I know that all of you listening are, this is the first time you're hearing about it, but, uh, Tess and I have been hard at work the last couple of weeks to, 
create this new space for all of you. So we're really, really, really excited to to share it with you. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Thank you all so much for your continued support. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review. The reviews are so important. We were getting them so consistently in the beginning, and then I just stopped asking people for them. So here's my shameless ask. Please leave us a review. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you're thinking about this new format, what kind of topics you want us to talk about, what kind of people you want on the show, and we will do our best to oblige. Thank you. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Love podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps. Also, don't forget to check out the Mindful Love Hub on Substack. This episode was produced by Tessa Tovar, music by DJ Taz Rashid. 